Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Michael Russin. Thank you for joining me. Happy Tuesday. Sorry, we went a couple days uh, without an episode. Two days, I think. Yeah, just sat Sunday and uh, Monday. Sunday, I went to a wedding. My dear friend Cody uh, Gardner and his sweet, amazing wife, uh, Becca, finally wife, Becca, um, I met them through the insurance company I used to work at. Him and I have become very, very close friends. Uh, her wife and my wife very close, or his wife and my wife very close friends. And um, we drove through that blizzard. <laughs> An hour and a half long drive took us the better part of three hours and 15 minutes. Um, but we made it there, and uh, Ada was perfect, man. We brought Ada with us. Dude, she's just, she's like the perfect child. She was silent the whole way there. We get to the reception. She farted the the beginning of the wedding, of the ceremony, I should say. She ripped ass right at the start of the ceremony. Uh, but after that, was pretty quiet. I had to take her out at one point just because she was squirming. Um, but she's not even a year old, you know what I mean? And then uh, for the dinner, she fell asleep in my arms at dinner for like an hour. It was just, then she was silent the whole way home. So it just, it was nice to know that we can like do stuff. But then again, I say that we've got another one coming in seven weeks. So, <laughs> so I, now that we're finally adjusted to the first one being here, we've got the second one coming down the hatch here in like seven weeks, man. In no time. Um, I've said it many, many times. Being a dad is just such a blessing, man. And I, I just pray God gives me as many as I can, my wife and I can handle. Um, because it really is the best thing. I can't wait to meet Ruby. You know what I mean? I can't wait to see her personality unfold and just see what she's like as a child. It's, uh, and see as Ada grows, Ada stepping into the the, uh, the role of big sister. You know? It's very exciting stuff. Man, it is cold, dude. I, I couldn't get my damn car to start. Wow, nine degrees. <laughs> I'm like, why am I so... It's funny though, man. I just got a sweater on and some workout pants and I'm not even that cold and I didn't have the heat going in the car I just I'm telling you my cold tolerance now is so much higher than it used to be from doing cold plunges it's nuts like the cold I used to be a really big baby with the cold I used to have issues big time with the cold I just couldn't stand being cold and like being cold now I barely even notice. Yeah, I've been sitting in this cold car now for how long we've been doing this now? Well, I've been in the car, let's see, about seven minutes. Just started recording about four minutes ago. I've just been sitting in here with no heat running. <laughs> it's nine degrees out. It's crazy, man, the cold plunges, which it sucks. I haven't been able to do my cold plunge the last two days because uh, it's frozen. Like, frozen, frozen. So it's supposed to heat back up tomorrow, I think, a little bit, uh, and I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna try to thaw it out, and because uh, like I can't even like the faucet, the back of the house, the hose is frozen, the cold plunge itself is frozen and buried under four feet of snow. I told my wife, I said, I, I know after this storm, you're not gonna be able to see my cold plunge anymore, and I was pretty much exactly right. You can see a little bit at the top, of it, and that's it. So it's been kind of a bummer. So what I did this morning is uh, I actually jumped in the snow. Ran out, jumped in the snow, rolled around in the snow. You know, we'll find a way to get it done. It's just not the same as the water. You know what I mean? It's just it's just not the same as the water at all. But um, 
I, uh, you know, thinking about today, um, a lot of different topics, uh, a lot of different topics I could talk about, a lot of different things we could discuss. And uh, I, I think the one that I want to talk about today with y'all is uh, failure and how to handle failure. Talk a lot about it. It's easy to talk about being successful, right? And we talk about that a lot. We do discuss that um, and what it takes to be successful and the habits of successful people and effective people and all this stuff. Um, but how often do we really, and I'm not just saying on this podcast, but generally speaking, how often do we really focus in on failure? Um, because failure, love it or hate it, is a part of life. And many people do not know how to deal with failure. Many people are uneducated when it comes to dealing with fit and it's not just that they're uneducated about failure they don't understand what failure is truly and what it means to really fail because failing and I know that this is almost corny to say because it's been said so many times but you only really fail when you give up I mean there's failure isn't final until you actually just quit and give up that's failure what I like to call most people's failures are actually just setbacks, right? Like, would you call a billionaire who started six companies a failure because he went bankrupt once 20 years ago? No, of course not. You might say that business failed. You might say he fell short. You might say he had a setback, but you certainly wouldn't call him a failure, would you? You wouldn't call Elon Musk a failure because his first couple of prototypes didn't work, right, before Tesla. Would you characterize Elon Musk as a failure? Of course not. Nobody in their right mind would do that, right? So what is failure? I think we need to make that distinction between failure and shortcomings. Failure and setbacks. Because failure isn't failure until you finally, until you give up. And I think that's an important point. Because most people live lives of constant failure by avoiding failure. Let me say that one more time. Most people around you live lives of perpetual and constant failure because they avoid failure. So by avoiding failure, what are you doing? You're not trying. And if you're not trying, I guess you've kind of given up, haven't you? So by definition, our definition of failure, which is to give up, if you're in a perpetual state of giving up, what are you also in a perpetual state of? Failure. Most men, I I can't remember if it was Ben Franklin that said this. I think it was Franklin said that most men die in their 20s and they're not buried until their 80s. And I think that's so very true that people give up so early in life and then live in a perpetual state of failure. 
They live in a perpetual state of failure. And it's sad. Because again, this is most people. Most people around you. Most people at the gym. Most people walk passing you on the sidewalk. Most people at work are living in a constant state of failure. Because they've given up. They're no longer trying. Just barely scratching by. You know what I mean? Just barely scraping by. Most people live lives in just quiet desperation. Because life beats us, beats it out of us. And you say, what's the point, right? I can't do this. This is too hard. Life's not fair. It's never going to work out for me. We repeat all these things to ourselves until, well, until we die. So I want to encourage you today. I think that the first thing is understanding exactly what failure is, and that's giving up. And then the second thing that you need to do is ask yourself, how have you given up? Are you living in a perpetual state of failure? Okay. That's all for today. Quick episode. I love you guys. I hope you have a great day, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.